Hello, this is officially recording now. Oh, nice. Yes. How's my volume? Uh, it's great. Excellent. So we have about 45 minutes or so, maybe longer. I think I have to pick up Lacey at 2 p.m. Fun. Or something. But, um, you Where know, are you I... Where up from? Uh, from the gym. She did yoga and then she's going to the gym. And then I'm doing her yoga class at four. So it's always good to do skating and yoga in the same day. I'll tell you about my experience after I hear about yours. Or how do you want to start? Do you want to start with the theory? I don't even know what we're talking about. But uh, <laughs> um, okay, I guess I know what I want to talk about. I'm not sure what you want to talk about. So maybe I'll let you talk. Um, well, whatever you're excited. Yeah talk about yeah well i'll start mine will be pretty short um Mm -hmm. so i got to try i didn't even really think about these skates as being anything super (laughs) special i know at first uh, um i did i just didn't think it's gonna be special for me i (laughs) did know that there's a great purpose to those things yeah i just didn't see myself getting what I get out of them. Yeah, that yeah. that's kind of what I experienced today because I've used uh, Bont, the Bont skates, and I've tried a decent amount of the K2s. I haven't tried any of the Rollerblade Speed skates or that, what, Lugino? I don't know how to say it. There's mm-hmm. that one, like, Italian brand yep. of Speed Skate. Lugino. Yeah, those are supposed to be super good. Um, <laughs> so, my... My original uh, podcast theory was there's three skate setups, possibly four, that we've talked about, where there's mm-hmm. aggressive, like, grinding skate park skates. That, and specifically, like, you would go to a spot that's fun for those skates and put them on and not skate around too much. Like, specifically go to a spot where you know you're going to be doing tricks and put those skates on. So that's like aggressive tricks skate park. And then and then there was like the freestyle kind of like fitness skate, but I thought of them more as like fitness um just like if you were on a bike path that and there was hills and stuff. Uh fitness freestyle cone skating and then I thought it was speed was speed and like long distance was the yeah was the third category and then the kind of like the fourth wild card would be like if you wanted commuter skates so you would have something where you could wear shoes i think eventually once uh, technology develops it's gonna be like that or skates not necessarily shoes the skate what i was seeing yesterday that skates could be super comfortable and you can just wear them like why do you need to wear shoes if you can wear skates with wheels under your feet the only problem the city is not or not every city is designed for that. Imagine if the whole, if society in general, instead of putting shoes on their feet in the morning, would put on wheels that would be really comfortable. You're still putting something on your feet. Yep, I agree with that. We've said before, we, there's a quote written down, why walk when you can blade? Like, yeah, it doesn't, if you're, obviously no one is that good at skating, I understand that, but... If this was something like you learn how to ride a bike at a young age, um, you know, by 
by the age, like you probably can start skating, you know, by the age of 10, you'll be a super master of skating. If you go to school on your skates, um, yeah, if skates was part of the norm, you know, people would just skate everywhere. There would be no stairs. Everything would be kind of elevators and <laughs> like if the city was actually designed for that. Yeah. It'd be such a, such it's, a, it's futuristic and it's like, uh, it's, um, it's like, uh, oh fuck. I, yeah. It's hard to describe the word of what it would highly advanced. Yeah. I, I was just about to say advanced, but there's something. Yeah. Advanced was almost, almost it. So, and that's okay. Yeah. Try and find the word. It, yeah. It's kind of like a very advanced society. Yeah. Or I think just us moving so much faster, us well, always being active. Yeah. You know, like in the airport, they have those those things on flat ground that are like, they're like escalators, that are, but they're flat. Yeah, exactly. Like that. that's basically, you have that with skates, but everywhere. Exactly. And you can control it, the speed of it. That's like yeah. the best way that I can think of it. Is like those things in the airport are meant to get you to your destination faster. But imagine like you have your luggage on rollers and you have rollers under your feet. Yeah. It'd be so fast. And especially if public spaces were designed, everything was designed for skates. Exactly. You would get from point A to point B so quickly because bikes are more versatile as a transportation tool because it's close to cars. In terms of the way you control them and use them and, and traffic patterns and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if if nobody knows, like, what skate we're talking about, I posted a picture of it, but um, Leon had sent me, I think, a text the other day about the Seba Trix skate with the 90 millimeter wheels. And I've, the boot, is that the boot that they use for, like, the Igor skate? and stuff like some of those pro slalom i uh yeah well they have the ksjs yeah they they have two pro models for a slalom the igors and the tricks well it's not the tricks it's the ksj and they're made out of slightly stiffer carbon or like better quality carbon yeah as the igors and the tricks is a slightly like supposed to be like a slightly weaker carbon or Slightly cheaper solution. Yeah. Still super expensive. Yeah. Uh, clearly. <laughs> um, and this one is more designed for, you know, speed and kind of like fitness skating. I guess they have the Trix 90. Yeah. But a lot of people really like the boot for slalom skating. So a lot of people get the Trix with 80s, 80s rockered. Um, the difference, the... Igors have a carbon fiber cuff as well. Okay. And the tricks, it just kind of a race boot with a very unique cuff system. Okay, this is what I don't want to get into this yet, but that I was really impressed by this weird ass triangle cuff thing. Yeah. And when <laughs> you understand, it's kind of like shadows when when you first put them on, you can't do any tricks until you can trust the skates. Yeah. Once you can trust the skates, you don't feel like you're standing on two weird platforms with straps on your feet. 
Yeah. Once you get past that, then you can kind of rely on the flexibility and the support of the skate. Yeah. You get way better with the shadows. It's a very magical skate. But with the tricks, when you can lean on that cuff, uh, it's a cuffless skate. That's my first experience of a cuffless skate with support. So it's really weird. Once you learn that you can bend a lot further, I don't know if you got there yet. Cause no, it, that was, it was only at the end because, honestly, I thought it was going to be so stiff around the, the cuff area because it seems stiff like when you press on it with your hand. And yeah. it, it was only, it was magical. It was when I did the top Velcro strap up as tight as possible. Yeah. Um, that's when the triangle cuff, you really start to feel like it working. And it, it was the weirdest, like it was the closest thing I had felt to like, uh, I, oh, how do I explain this? If someone like designed like a, a external bone structure yeah. with wheels attached to it, it's probably the best version of that that I've felt. I lean full on, you know, like kind of like a fish brain, but rolling in a way. Oh, it, the cuff can bend and you can like lean so far into it and the cuff holds you while not feeling a cuff, you know? Yeah. It's unreal. Any other boot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a lot different than uh, like a cuff, like a skate with a hard shell with a cuff it's yeah. a lot different than obviously a speed skate because a speed skate has no support at all so you just got to be very careful leaning over yeah but the biggest thing there's so much advantage being higher off the ground <laughs> you can lean so deep into your turns yeah and if you do it yeah like i still haven't even touch the surface of what I can do on the skates, but the stuff I was doing is, um, I feel like it's an aspect of skating that no one has touched. Like when we think, oh, what we're doing, like uh, 80 millimeters, kind of like city skating, yeah, it's it's cool. And people... It's not it's not new, but nineties with this kind of setup gives you it makes you enjoy the city or like surfing in a completely next level. And and I think this type of skating hasn't been explored at all, which I I honestly think this is it. Like this is how most people eighties could be a little scary for some like nowadays. Yeah. A lot of people want to want to get slightly bigger wheels so they can go fast and exercise. And the most common wheel size that the average person is like looking for buying is nineties. Really, which, which I don't, which I don't really agree with. But nineties is a is something that if you go to Sport Check or any store, big store, and you want a good fitness skate, you're buying something like ninety. And it sucks. Those type of 90s suck because the boot is so soft and you have no control. Yeah, so absolutely. Th that's why I recommend to go smaller uh, with a more supportive boot. But if you have a really good boot like the Trix with 90 millimeter setup, I'm still like I can do cones. I was, <laughs> I think like for the next 
if I go for like any slalom thing, I'm gonna actually skate with Trix 90s. Really? Even with the the width of that frame, like how long yeah. that frame is? It just the the how deep you can lean on it. Oh, yeah, obviously yeah. you won't be able to do a lot of those, you know, tight, tight slalom tricks, but they don't look good. Well, not that they don't look good. They don't emphasize the beauty of skating anywhere near how a 90 does it. You know, when you do like, when you surf, you can really le lean into it. When you're like skateboard, you can really lean into it. Yeah. Skating a skate with no sole plate, like super skinny boot, high wheels. You can lean so far, but yet you have this cuff that still holds you from like falling down. I didn't experiment with that a lot. It was only near the end when uh, on the way back, there was some sloped paths. And I can't remember the last time I did like, you know, when you like lean, uh, like in the old airborne movie, when they're doing the downhill jam and then like old rollerblading videos when they're like leaning in the speed pose. Yeah. And it's like intuitively in those skates, I started to going around corners, like you cut them really close. Oh. And, uh, and it's like, it's so amazing. Uh, I only felt it a little bit, but that's where I could feel the cuff, but I can't wait. I didn't know like, uh, cause it was only my first try on them, but, um, dude, you, you, you know, but you don't know. And I don't know yet. <laughs> it's so it's that a lot of, a lot of it is the, the carbon fiber base, the frame and that the triangle cuff, like that's, yeah. that's a Seba design, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they, uh, yeah, it is. They're not good for jumps. No. Yeah, I tried to do a few jumps and it was like, fuck, that's... No. There was a little, like, some little bumps that I could do, you know, like little 360s, like really close to the ground. Yeah. But it's very, you can't do anything like a trick. You can't no. jump and land hard. You have to always be moving yeah. out of speed. Yeah. <laughs> They're too, too good. Um, I I would make an upgrade of, um, are you going to put the, the Super Juice wheels on them? Maybe, but I don't mind those wheels. Yeah, they're pretty good? Yeah, they're really good. And then would, I, I kind of wanted to test them again after a while. Yeah. Um, they feel perfect. Like I was doing... Did you drift at all in them? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we went to... Uh, science world oh like this shit. New pavement yeah and skated there for maybe a, at least like an hour hour and a half <sighs> that sounds so fun and you can slide on them on the wheels like that's the best skate for sliding on your wheels that uh that that seba wheel specifically had a lot of nice drift on it too oh man the undercovers are are grippier grip. yeah interesting yeah <laughs> and the way you can just generate speed off your heels. Have you experienced with that? Yes, yes. That was actually the first thing that I wanted to talk to you about. That you, like you're on a. You don't even have to stride, and you can oh. go go so fast from your heels. Oh man, I we're skating me, Kenny, and uh, another guy. They both had 80s. When I would pick up speed, like Kenny would skitch onto me. <laughs> Like if I come behind and I pick up speed with no strides, just like heel, heel, heel. And as I push with one heel, I kind of counter push my 
shoulders forward, yeah. you know, so like your shoulders kind of working like you're running. Yeah. Like you're on like some weird treadmill. Yeah. And you, you could just, do like 10 kilometers that way too. Yeah. You could exactly. go forever like that. I was accelerate, accelerating like, yeah, I never experienced so much speed, like so much energy. Like those skates allow you, it just like physics, you know, like how you move this like mass in like such a uh, effortless, um, like kind of self-generating power. And it just like so much force moving just by pushing on your heels, like slight like such slight movements and you're just like vroom, 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 and it just flies oh man yeah um it's i was gonna weird. ask you is there is there more of a heel lift in the back than the front do, do they kick you up a little bit or is it just it's so it's so nice and rigid like my heel especially felt really nice and locked in yeah the way the heel cup is on the carbon i don't know it feels really nice yeah it's really hard to get your foot in. Man, I was pushing so much off my heels. My right heel on the inside was like burning because we skated for like <laughs> four hours. It was, and I thought I'm going to have a blister, but I got nothing. I was just pushing so hard. I only get one thing from all new skates. It doesn't even matter if they're speed or aggressive or anything because I skate sockless. Yeah. Uh, I get a little bit of rawness around the ankle, but that's only because of my sockless. Um, I got us, they were really comfortable too for a first skate in them. I can only imagine like when they're, everything's super broken in and you can crank the straps extra, extra tight and the boot like yeah. loosens up a little bit from being laced over and over and over there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do know how they break in. I saw Naomi skates. She skates them rockered eighties. I was going to ask about that too. So. Could you experiment with that for uh, how do you think that would perform for? Oh, I think that's most of the slalom skaters skate like that with the tricks. Yeah. Um, yeah, tricks with uh, 80 rockered. That's so, a, a really good setup. It just, if you, the only thing my for my 80 rockered, I want to have better shock absorption. That's why I like the FR. Me and too. I to do grinds. Yeah. We're going fast. There's nothing uh, to go fast and still be able to be very agile and do tricks and do like crazy stuff. Yeah, um, Rockard wouldn't work as well. Yeah, man, the stability on those skates. We bombed down some hill yesterday. They felt amazing on hills. So stable. Yeah. Oh god. That that was something about. Um, it was really cool that the. The wheelbase, it wasn't too long and it wasn't too short. It was like yeah. the Goldilocks zone. That's where the heel felt really good too. Yeah, exactly. Because you can really get that force onto your heel. Where if you have like 110s or 100s, not that I experienced enough with them, but yeah, you can't get that like energy transfer like directly into your heel. Well, and it can feel more dangerous if you're around people and bikes and cars and stuff. It felt like in these skates you could make some last minute decisions and turns and things like that. Yeah. Uh, whereas in speed skates, it's, it's a little bit more dangerous if you have to turn sharp or slow down it, it, with the heel thing. I don't even know how to explain what that... I'll have to look at the skate, but it's, it's something about, yeah, the heel was insane even on one foot i was playing around just like 
pushing with my heel back and forth on one foot. And you can go so fast. I'm excited, though, about this lean thing. I didn't even think about it. Oh, yeah. You can lean, like, really far. You can do, like, huge carves. Like, if you're going downhill, yeah. you want to, like, slow down. Just the, the how far you can lean because you have no soul plate. Yeah. You, you won't believe it. You can go so far, and once you, when you can trust it, it looks incredible. Someone like going really fast on a pair of skates with one foot does like a huge carve, but he's like almost touching with his hand on the ground. And see that that's like motorcycle. That's so far outside of what uh, people think of when they think of rollerblading. And it, yeah, yeah, it hasn't been explored yet. Only yeah. in nope. like the early '90s did people kind of do stuff with that. Not to that extent. Yeah, they had. Well, it. the technology wasn't very good. That was the first thing I thought of when I was going down a hill. And I was going around a corner and I first experienced that like really nice, solid little bit of a lean. Yeah. I was like, man, people were doing stuff like this in a really shitty boot. But now you can do it on one foot, lean like really far in. And just certain things that I was doing, I honestly don't think there were skates before that could could hold me like that. So it was like a breakthrough epiphany session last night? Yeah. It was, well, I skated them a few times before. Yeah. But yesterday was a full-on session, you know, for maybe from 10 p.m. Like we went, um, we sketched on some cars. Dude, I was going so fast. I like let go of a car. I was going so fast. I was catching up with other cars, like going faster than other cars. I had to let go because I was going faster than the car. <laughs> and then I would like through the light and like grab onto a different one. I just started sketching again, like very recently. Yeah. Like Kenny moved into town and he's like, yeah, we got a sketch. So the first sketch was, and we usually sketch two people. Yeah. So I would grab onto the car because Kenny has a fucked up shoulder. Yeah. So I would grab onto the car and he would grab onto my arm. Like the other, I would just would grab this way. Um, so we can catch the same car. But oh man, we're going around Vancouver. Like we're sketching a lot. But uh, with those skates, it's next level because you're so stable. You're not like shaking when you do it. You go like you accelerate super fast, but then the skates keep you going forever. So you can get like little sketches. Anyway, sketching is really fun. Like I can, I'm super happy I got back into it. I haven't done it since I was a little kid, but now, and I feel when I, on those skates or just skating in general lately, skating around the city, it just looks, you know, when you feel that what you're doing is so cool, like no one can ever say otherwise. When you just know it. Well, I saw... Uh, do you see a lot of people looking at your skates? To see, like... if Not, the, not the skates, but they just... When you go on the road and you're, like, sketching a car, uh, it's so entertaining to people. <laughs> or if you go super fast down a hill, going backwards with a lot of control and really surfing, or just, in general, going super fast with control, with... Yeah, rollerblading has never looked that cool to the outside world, in my opinion. Okay, hold that thought. I'm going to go pick up Lacey, and then we'll continue on. Okay. I really like this.
Yeah. Is that good? Just like uh, skating. <laughs> okay, I'll be back in like 10 minutes. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> Hello, Joey. Oh, do you have to finish something up here? Um, no, nothing, nothing too important. We can keep going. Uh, yes. So, oh, I have one quick question. Do you lace them all the way up to the top? Yeah. You do? Mm -hmm. Do you lace them as tight as possible up to the top? Yeah. Interesting. And then I'm sure over time that would start to flex. Uh, oh yeah, it's like perfect. Yeah. It feel like a boxing boot. Yeah, they get like so tight. I never felt. I never felt it that tight on the top of the boot, like all the way at the top. But it flexes still. Exactly. So, do you think? Okay, so talking about just before I left, when you like skate down the street and it feels really cool, and you just know it instead of trying to force anything. Yeah. Um. Do you think uh, the technology that people have used in they haven't actually used really good rollerblades? Like a lot of people just need to use skates that feel good in order for their minds to be changed. Um. Yes, but they also need to be pretty good at skating. It's not well. It's not gonna get changed right away. It's not like the skate is gonna do the tricks for you. So. Yeah. I do think that a lot of skaters are not there's there isn't that many good skaters in in skating. It's true actually. That uh that guy in the Seba edits. Is yeah, really there's good. A, a lot of really good skaters. Yeah. I know. Uh but it's getting those skaters together and developing skating would be amazing. Definitely. You can't just go skating with your friends, because they just, yeah, it's going to take a while to get there. Yeah. Like for me and you, we were experiencing with 80s and other wheel setups, but for someone, you know, fresh off the aggressive boat, they uh, they just can't, they don't get it. It's, it's too much to handle. It's too much information right away. It really is, because... Uh... This is where I think your theory is correct that I might put anti-rockers on my aggressive skates. Mm -hmm. Because I, I've said this before, and I can't speak for Todd, but I can, I can only speak for myself. I feel like from all of the mushroom blading videos, maybe not five, because that was all at a skate park, uh, should have been on, on like bigger wheels. Yeah. I think that was kind of what I was hoping to do since the first mushroom blading, but I was using the wrong setup, in my opinion, mm -hmm. for a lot of the stuff. So I think you might be onto something where anti-rocker is the prime trick. Exactly. Yeah, like, because really, I don't need to do any super creative tricks when I'm in my REMS. I'm usually like at a skate park, so I don't know. Would flat make that much of a difference? I, I don't know. I'll try. Yeah, I don't know. When I go, if I want to do grinds, and th that's what aggressive developed into. Grinds? Yeah. 70 to 80%. Yeah. Or maybe less. I don't know. 
and you know, yeah, it's that's what it needs to be. <laughs> if I want to go fast, or if I want to enjoy skating, I'm not gonna put a sixty millimeter wheel on. No, it's not skating. Like it's just not maximized for skating. Unless eventually they're gonna develop. Um, I'm, yeah, but I still see like a nice uh, like anti rocker setup. If you want to do grinds, there's nothing better. Yeah. And if you want to go skate, whether it's a skate park or whatever, and you want to do more, you know, moving around, going really fast, turning, jumping, doing tricks, um, the 80, uh, maybe for some people not rockered. I almost see rockered as like training wheels. <laughs> really? Yeah. It. I think... Maybe the rocket is not necessarily um, the best way. and It's not the best setup for certain tricks. It is definitely for turning. Yeah. Um, but it makes you so aware of where your balance should be at all times. That's true, actually. That when you, when you use a, all wheels touching, bigger wheels, you... Yeah you transfer your power in, in really smart ways. Yeah, you can really maximize um, just by knowing exactly where to press. Like when you see amazing skaters, let's say like CJ skating a ramp, the guy f goes faster than anyone with like shitty, with good wheels, but like his bearings weren't good. Like he was, yeah, I, I was amazed how fast he was going and just because he could pump so well. Yeah, like exactly how to, you know, use energy of ramps, and I think that's because he experienced with other skates too. Oh, I believe that for sure. Like you can tell, you know what? Even on my aggressive skates now, when I go to a skate park, yeah, on an anti rocker setup, I go so fast because I'm just so used to moving at that speed. So even with an anti rocker setup, I can go around the park like between everyone. Yes, it's harder to turn, but I know that it's possible. So I put like a lot of, a lot more into the turns. Yeah, and I still accomplish. Obviously, not the same, but very similar flow as I would get on my '80s rocker. And same thing with the '90s. I still get amazing flow. The only difference is it's on a bigger scale. It's just like I go slightly if I do like a sh nice like sharp turn. It's just going to be a little wider. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. And you would use your pivot points. Like I imagine in anti-rocker, you could still have your heel wheel touching and your your outside uh, skate doing a sharp turn. Exactly. Kind of making it work with that skate. Yeah, and you don't even have to really... It doesn't need to look like a pivot point. You can do it so it looks like both your feet are on the ground, but just by putting taking the weight off your toe on the inside foot. So it still kind of looks like it's almost touching, but you're, even if it is touching slightly, all your weight is on your heel, and that is a pivot point. So you can do those pivot points almost seamlessly. Yeah, that's true. That's where I was thinking more about anti-rocker. And then, um, yeah, rockered is very specific then. It would be interesting to try... Um, 80 millimeter flat. Mm-hmm. Um, because you would skate different, I think. Yeah, 
you would yeah. skate more straightforward and fast and longer turns. Whereas uh, Rockard, I find myself doing more intricate, sharp turns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where it mixes well. But one thing that I kind of was thinking about with this trick skate is it's a mix between like a, it's like having the highest possible quality fitness skate, but mixed with a speed skate. That's what I really liked about it is that I don't, I'm not sure unless I was going super long distances on shittier pavement, I would use this skate more for general skating. Um, so you're saying you wouldn't use it for general skating? No, I would. <clears throat> I would use it mostly for all kinds of skating. What about long distance? Um, that's what I said. I would use speed skates if I was going... If it was super nice pavement, then okay. I would probably yeah. use... If it was shittier, like road, I would still use speed skates. But that's where speed skates would be absolutely super specific. Yeah. That if it's flat ground with shittier pavement for a long period of ta- time yeah speed skates but everything else like because i went from like if you're doing the seawall and exploring a city and stuff these skates are amazing for that exactly it's a very urban and vancouver is such an amazing place oh so good for them just because there's a lot of hills um yeah a lot a lot like a lot of bike lanes uh wide sidewalks yeah, it's amazing. It's such a like good architecture. Yeah. There is the spot. What? Vancouver is the spot. Vancouver is really good. Kamloops has some nice hills, but you have to have balls to... Because uh... so many people use their cars in this town. Mm-hmm. But there's one right by my house that I'm interested in experimenting. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to experiment more with downhill now for sure. But yeah. Um, what was I going to say about that? Oh yeah, the exploration aspect of these skates, because they're so fun to skate around. You would find lots of new spots just based on going into weird parts of the city that you wouldn't normally skate in. Mm-hmm. Which is really big. They're great. Um. Oh, do you have something to say? Are you do you have work stuff? No, no. Mm. I am trying to do. Have you ever uploaded like a? A movie from your iPhone and try to upload it online somewhere. Is there anything specific I need to do? Um, I think sometimes you can go straight to a YouTube or Vimeo account. Mm. I think from your phone. Interesting. Yeah, well, but yeah. I haven't done that before. And the Facebook uploader is shitty, so don't. But you're not on Facebook. Yeah. I'm just thinking. Uh, I'm, uh, I found this little video last night. Uh, of me and Kenny. Well, I just filmed Kenny going down the hill. Yeah. We had like a speed measuring thing. <laughs> uh, well, on the phone, it's just a, an app. Yeah. So we went down this amazing, like, pretty steep hill. And then, uh, yeah, we timed ourselves to see which uh, skates are faster. <laughs> so you so, edited something together with it? No, no, it just it just a straight clip, like a three-minute clip of us bombing I, down this hill. You should be able to, through your phone, uh, go to Vimeo or YouTube. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. That if you log into your account, you could probably do upload video and then mm. from your phone. 
I Very think. Interesting. All of the best technology should should be like you ask yourself a question, can I do this? And then it should be able to do it. That's true. It means that Vimeo's behind if you can't do that. So Okay. I'm gonna experiment with that. Okay. So how do I do share? Oh YouTube, yeah. Fuck. That's incredible. <laughs> technology. I know. It's uh there's those little things that happen with technology where it's like, oh why don't I use this more? That's yeah. where I think the younger generation is a little bit better with that stuff. I yeah. mean, you can go overboard with it, but it is a cool idea to uh, upload something straight from your phone once in a while. Everybody's using that Vine thing, hey? What is it? It's, uh, you know how Instagram got really big? Okay, yeah. Um, oh, it's like a motion. It's the video version of yeah. Instagram. It doesn't do filters, but it's six six second videos that you post to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can edit them. So people do creative little things with six seconds. Uh, I haven't gotten into it yet, but a lot of people are using it. It's the new hot thing. Interesting. I believe you. <laughs> Did you get the video uploaded? I, I think now I need to put the title. So it's going to be Tricks 90. Sorry, that might sound super amateur for some listeners. Tricks 90? Uh, no, just me uploading a video to YouTube and just being blown away. <laughs> no, it is cool that you can do it straight from your phone. I haven't done it yet, but... Um, yeah, I upload photos all the time from my phone, which is fun. Cool. Like a, anyway, yeah, oh, let's... Uh, oh, back to it? Back to whatever we're saying. Um, so... I was thinking about how you said this is almost like a new kind of skating that hasn't been explored. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's some truth to that. Um, but how would you capture this kind of skating? Oh, uh, that's where you come into play. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to, uh, the cameraman has to be just as good at skating and that's, as experienced. That's why I send you those skates. <laughs> like, I, I did think it through. I was like, how. Can he? How can we film it? <laughs> like you almost need those, this speed machine to to be able to film. That. I wouldn't have been able to keep up in other skates. I don't think. No, and you got to get really good too. Yeah. Oh, and I was gonna ask you. I know. I've only had the one session. I was gonna ask you when you say like sharp turns, leaning in. If I was to do it just on flat ground, are you? talking from that perspective or from more from going really fast leaning into corners like could you if you were cone skating could you almost like yes well you can lean so far in because you have more height yeah so if you have a lot of momentum obviously if you're going too slow and you're leaning a lot in yeah you're gonna like lose your balance yeah but same with like a, a motorcycle, when you go in like a really high speed and you lean in, the resistance can keep you, you know, like that energy that moves you forward can keep you from really like falling down. And did you fall at all last night? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But it was the smooth cement, so I was doing like really like big turns and sometimes I would go too low, so my skates would just drift. Yeah. 
Um, oh, so that'd be so good to film some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, it was like a different experience. Just going so fast and drifting, but having full control because you're so low. Like you're leaning so far in that when you start sliding a bit, like, yeah, you can lose it, but you're so close to the ground. It's kind of like when if you're on a longboard and you're really leaning in and the longboard slides out, but you don't really fall, which uh, we actually need to get gloves. So <laughs> I'm liking I'm liking all of this for uh, sketching onto cars. Like yeah. sometimes you can it could be really sharp. So you need gloves for that. We don't need anything fancy like longboarders that have like the plastic. Yeah. I think like a nice glove would be pretty amazing. Just well, so if you fall, you don't scrape yourself. Yeah. Like, well, I have that one part on my hand that always opens up, not even if I fall, just if it touches the pavement at a higher speed. Yeah. It just opens up. Gloves. What kind of, what, what do these gloves look like in your head? Are these just weightlifting gloves? I don't know. Gotta. They need to be pretty freaking strong. So maybe some gardening <laughs> gloves. <laughs> like really, there's actually this amazing glove that has this really good grip. I don't know. I'll go and I'll go to like Mark's Mark's work warehouse and <laughs> check out some gloves. I'll let you know. Maybe we'll start selling them at the shop. <laughs> uh, did you switch out the footbeds in these skates? I didn't do anything. I'm skating on them stock, like no super feet. Just, uh, just kind of want to test them as as is, because the footbed just seems to be really minimal, like that. It doesn't even matter too much. Yeah, you know what I noticed? Um, at first, they didn't feel very fast. I I thought that, but only because I was still going really fast, but I was going against the wind, and then on the way back, they're ridiculous. But was it just the way that you were skating with them? No, I think it just the first day they didn't feel that fast. Like the first day I skated them like a little bit around the shop and was like wearing them in to break them in. Yeah. And then I went for a longer skate around the seawall and they started going really fast. I think it just giving the bearing like a second to break in. Yeah. Like warming warming them up and letting yeah. the lubrication kind of loose. <laughs> Loosen up. <laughs> the lubrication in them and then they just fly there's there's so little resistance it's unreal the biggest thing for me was that i didn't have them like i have all my speed skates done up really tight in the bottom part of the laces and on the instep but i always keep the ankles loose and then as soon as i did the ankles up tighter that's when they felt way faster and i could feel the heel a lot more um and it's like, I, I was looking at the slide guards on the side and thinking about like, oh, who would need those on these skates? But now it makes more sense when you talk about this leaning stuff. Yeah, I think I really want to skate with you. I just really need to skate with another person with those skates. I almost, when I got them, I wasn't sure if it's just me. Maybe I'm so, um, I almost want them to be really good. So psychologically, I make them really good. <laughs> they are really good. Yeah, like, you know, for me, I, I also have a pretty invested interest in them being really good. Like, it would suck if they're a bad skate. Yeah. Because um, I need to sell them and they're really expensive. But trying them on and feeling how good they are. Well, you hadn't actually tried them before. That was the thing. 
Well, I tried Naomi's skates, and she had the 80 millimeter setup. Yeah. But you can't try somebody's skates to figure out what the skate can do. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah, I wasn't, maybe I wasn't ready to, for that at that point when I tried them. But going like rocker, experimenting with all those different setups, I think has really opened my open my world to skating and I just understand skating uh, more than like a speed skater or more than an aggressive skater just because I've I haven't experienced everything but I feel like I'm mastering not mastering but specializing it in so many like aspects of it yeah that I don't think there are very many skaters that can experience skating on so many different levels. Well, it's important, too, to do that. But but you kind of almost see the bigger picture. You understand skating, you know, like the movement and the flow. And, like, one thing that you picked up from bigger wheels, like we were talking about Rockard, um, is, like, where exactly you apply the pressure. Those are things that you can only learn from certain setups. Or you can accelerate you know, how quickly you're going to learn stuff by experimenting with different setups and instead of just, oh, a longer frame is better glide, but really experiencing it and feeling the difference, not just like hearing like, oh, that's what it does. Yeah. Experiencing that movement and different equipment um, makes you a way, makes you appreciate skating on a completely new level, like no one, no, no average skater has, yeah, has gotten to this point. <laughs> Sorry, I, it might sound really cocky and stuff. But, <laughs> no, uh, I agree with you. Um, it it's it's weird though for people who grew up aggressive skating to start experimenting with other skates, but it's I think it's happening. That's why there was the interest in in bigger wheels just recently because when you you it feels so good to experience skating with bigger wheels then i'm sure that'll open up people to even more possibilities mm-hmm. um but the actual like talking about yeah the movement and the feel and where if you skate on the balls of your feet or the heels and where you transfer pressure and stuff all of the people who have mastered aggressive skating like you think of one of the best people right now, Broskow, came from hockey. And mm-hmm. it's like basic skating skills, more than grinds or anything else, it's often overlooked. And that uh, someone who's yeah like a grandmaster at skating should be able to put on a pair of speed skates and still make yeah. skating look amazing. Exactly. I, I honestly think, like yesterday when I was accelerating, I honestly think aggressive skaters you know like we have so much control we just not if we put a little bit of time into any sport we're gonna master this art of any like any art of skating where i was like skating fast yesterday i don't think like i am pretty confident that i can do really well in like a short short track race just by doing like pumping through the heels yeah I don't see anyone with a basic stride like beating me on like a short distance. <laughs> Though oh, this this is something that's kind of interesting with these skates with that heel pumping thing. Yeah. Is it everybody thinks of the motion as skating as swinging your arms and that's where I think 
a lot of uh, it can look dorky to outsiders and how we say uh skating backwards can look really amazing because you're you have like a relaxed stance with your arms and you're looking over your shoulder the heel pushing stance you don't need to swing your arms at all like Mm -hmm. it's a cool looking way of skating if that makes any sense i don't know does that make sense like you don't you don't have to swing your arms really when you push with your heels, is it just all your legs and your shoulders? It's your legs, but I use my arms as well because oh, it gives me momentum. Like, yeah. wait, if if there is a camera, I'll uh, I'll explain you what I mean. So I... <laughs> okay, like that, yeah. So oh, like... I wish I was recording this. This is good. <laughs> okay, so I'm like this. It's like. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And pump it like really fast. Oh, do you do it again? Do it again. You gonna film it? I'm taking a picture. Okay. Uh, you start like it's like thinking almost you having like some sort of a you grabbing some sort of a, how do they call them elliptical? Yeah. Yeah. So just off your heels, like, and like the hands really help you go really fast. <laughs> so it's a wide stance like that. Oh, super wide stance. I'm like, <laughs> you stay, you stay really low, and really, really low. Yeah. And you're just aerodynamic, and you just fly. You're like a bullet. I didn't, I didn't imagine it being that wide. Oh man, so, super wide. You know what would be so cool is if you did that stance into a sharp turn, back into that stance, into like a sharp turn the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> that would did you experiment with backwards skating at all in these? They're more for forwards I found. Um did I exp- Yeah, I did skate backwards, but I was having too much fun going forward. <laughs> on the trick on Sorry, I'm like <laughs> all breathing heavily cuz I just <laughs> exercise like crazy. Oh man, and it builds your like thigh muscles like that technique. It's unreal. Oh, and that's uh, that's another thing. When you return back to grinder skates, um, yeah. If you're the best I ever skated was kind of like in better than baseball era, and that's when I was just using speed skates f- like four or five times a week for uh, I think half a year. I skated on speed skates, and my aggressive skates would. F- it didn't matter if they were a bit lower quality; they felt so good because my uh, leg strength and yeah. Weird little um, tendons in my ankle and everything. The hair is really good, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> I'll have to post that up. Um, yeah, that's a big deal. Oh, shit, that's good, too. So what? when was the last time? How long did you skate last night again? Maybe four, uh, four or five hours. So you probably feel like you're on a high still from having such a big adventure. Um, like when was the last time you skated for that long just straight skating yeah I don't know because the seawall only take how long does the seawall take uh, well we skated the seawall in the dark yeah oh that would have been so fun skated Did- in the dark uh, with some beers and whatnot. Oh, so good and uh, oh, we thanks, skated where thanks. the people are walking yeah uh, in the wrong direction, like against 
So you kind of go do the seawall. You come from the kind of from the west of the Lions Gate Bridge. Because, you know, the seawall, like, where Second Beach, you have to go around Stanley Park. Yeah. So instead of turning right there, you keep on going straight. And then you do the full circle. Anyway, it was cool. That's so was, good. It uh, was an amazing, amazing skate experience. <laughs> That's important for, for the owner of Rollblade Shops to have... Um, like uh, epiphany moments where it's like feels like you feel like a kid again on skates yeah lately like since i started experimenting with different setups and stuff yeah skating is just it has just opened so many doors and so many um it's so exciting like there's so much to explore yeah it's still incredibly underrated as a transportation tool and yeah. uh, it's it's almost to rollerblading's advantage that it wasn't super popular for over what a de oh it's almost like if you were thinking of rollerblading peaking it must have been in like 1994 or 95 so it's almost coming on like two decades of mm -hmm. not not as many people doing it um, but when I went to Vancouver and we've talked about this it seemed like a lot of people were skating the seawall. Yeah. They just don't have, they have older skates. Yeah. Or maybe they've bought new skates, but they've gone to a big box store and it's kind of like, the skates are good. I And I have this other theory, because I'm jumping around. Yeah. I don't think skates should have brakes. I know, that's, I've, I've always said that. I've, you never need to stop, like why would you stop? Yeah, it's you true. Just, you slow down. And yeah, like he should be always moving. Yeah, brakes almost make them more dangerous. If yeah, you're, if just you're rolling off of a curb or something. Yeah, and I think everyone skates the same way because they like if you're a regular person, you go around the seawall and you see people are skating. They all skate in the same way, so naturally you're gonna copy that style of skating. If everyone was, you know, moving around and like being <laughs> skillful with their skates, like myself, um, I think it would be different. Well, think of how popular uh, yoga is right now, and that's it's move. It's very basic human movement. Think of how popular dancing is, you know. Mm -hmm. But somehow rollerblading is still an absolute freak thing. Okay, you know what? So I heard a comment yesterday. We're skating. And um, right there, like at the science world, <clears throat> like a lot of people are walking at night, you know, drinking beer, passing by on their fixies, longboards. <laughs> and like some girls are passing by going out and whatnot. <clears throat> but we're skating around and I'm doing all those moves and stuff. And as I skate by this group of girls, they're like, oh, rollerblading is the new fixie. <laughs> <laughs> and she was dead serious like she said it loud enough that I could hear Kenny could hear and Kenny's like did you hear what she said <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even give it a chance to get big again they just thought you guys were so what they thought that you were hipsters that moved from your fixed gear bikes to your yeah they just kind of saw it and they're like oh rollerblading is now the new fixie 
You know, it it just looked like that. It just looked really current, really. Um, I guess we didn't look dorky with pads and stuff. Yeah. Like I had shorts, and then like a hoodie, not a hoodie, like just a crew neck. Yeah. With my bun. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. The hipster with a beard <laughs> and like flashy ass skates and they- just moving like. Uh, like a bullet, you know. <laughs> they do look very... really good. They, they, uh, especially on on camera and just uh, even just skating around spots, you feel more like a professional rollerblader in uh, either the FRA or the um, the ones that I just skated today, the tricks. When it's like all black and it has the buckle on the middle, oh. something about that buckle in the middle looks so cool. I don't know what that is, but. Oh, you, did you see that picture I sent you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this picture. <laughs> Is that, let me look at that again. Wait, I'll I should post you, that. I, I edited it a little bit. There's this. Is there something glowing off of it on the back? That's the science world reflecting on it, I think, or like the lights of it. Oh, we should try and replicate this with the new camera gear. Yeah, I have some interesting ideas for advertisements and whatnot um uh yeah i'm getting i've almost got all my stuff i've got like everything except for the actual camera my uh my lenses came in uh new camera bag i got a backpack this time so i can skate around and just quickly pull the camera out Mm -hmm. which is way better than a camera bag and then i got a really good new tripod but i'm not sure if i'm gonna bring it for i don't know that's up to you if I'm going to be using tripod for shooting, I think for some downhill stuff, it might be interesting. Yeah, I, I think you do want a tripod. I don't want skating like tricks. I don't want it filmed with any wide angle, any fisheye. I, I almost picture it all. Very cinematic. Yeah. Very like a longboard kind of. Yeah. So no, no wide lens. We would try and come up with ways to film everything. Something about, like, if you imagine you jamming down Granville full speed and the neon lights are are on both sides of the street, I guess I guess you want to make something different, right? Because those, it's those Seba edits where he has the wide lens that I, I just love them so much. But I guess got to try and make something different, right? Well, you know what? I told you, it's all up to you. But that's- no, but I'm interested in hearing <clears throat> hearing your ideas. If you imagine like a an edit done with a lot of tripod, not a lot, but um, you wouldn't you would have to come up with the angles would have to be really specific, and you'd almost have to rehearse <coughs> the runs that you were gonna do. I think uh, <clears throat> so. Let's say if it's like the science world, you like from far away with like a two hundred lens. Um, from super far away, just film it, and I just skate, you know, like in this That's a really good idea. general area. Yeah. And then you, you switch shots, um, but it's really to capture, like, movement on a bigger scale. I like this a lot. And I, I didn't get the prime version of that 200. I got the zoom, just because I'm, I'm too used to... Uh, a video camera that sometimes framing wise, I need to make little zoom adjustments. 70 to 200. Yeah. F four. Oh, okay. You can use mine. What, which one's yours? 
2.8. Is that the intense one? Is that yeah. the heavy one? Yeah. Oh, shit. Is that the one that used in flip-flops? Yeah. Seven. Oh, that's why it was so sharp. It almost didn't look like it was T2i, so it's you invested the extra monies. Yeah. Well, I got it for cheap. Oh, you did? Yeah, I got it used um, for like maybe under 800 bucks. Does it, uh, do you have to hold it with your hand? Oh, never mind. That's a stupid question. It has question. the image stabilizer. Yeah, which is, I found it was a little bit uh, noisy with the, the microphone plugged in. There was a little bit of electronic noise, but I think that's normal with DSLR. You couldn't hear it in flip-flops, but when I had my headphones on, mm -hmm. certain angles you could. But that, yeah, but it, it wasn't that bad. But that's why that, the shots in flip-flops with that lens specifically, like the car was shot with that one, right? Yeah. And Josh's, like the kink trail, there's a bunch of stuff, but the shots that were nailed with that lens are so good. <laughs> Yeah, they it just you see the surrounding, but for trick skating you want to be up close because it's you film from here to here. Uh, you want to be pretty tight. Where yeah, this is different. You just want to show this like huge, like wide street and how you move in like a different speed than the um, the people walking or the cars and how you kind of. Yeah. So we want to show how it's the new fixed gears. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe that should be the title. Of the, of no. The uh, I really like that idea. I had that. I had that written down in a notebook a long time ago, but it was the really bad version of that because uh, it just wouldn't have worked. And I'm trying to think of, um, with with. Uh, I'm trying to think of a video. Do you know of any skate videos that have tried to do that? Oh, the Latimer section in Accidental Machines kind yeah. of had that a little bit. Yeah, but I, I just really want to show it that you're, it's about skating a certain environment. It's not about it's kind of how you interact with this whole street. Yeah. That's why you want that distance. And, and far outside of the idea of tricks. Very far outside of the idea of tricks. Even though it's a tricks ninety skate. Why is it named that? Um, it's a good question. But the way I see it, it is kind of like if you compare it to a fitness skate, like tricks are not necessarily jumps. Yeah, that's true. Tricks are anything that they do in uh, cone skating as well, slalom skating, or is that more movements? No, I, I see them as tricks. Um, but yeah, you can still do, I guess it's tricks to the normal person. Yeah. Um, so if a normal person, like fixed gear bikes, there is nothing you can do except like try not to fall off your bike when you stand at a red light. Like that's, you know, a trick. That's control. Yeah. Or on skates... You can still do tricks because you're so like you can kind of step onto things and turn and like turn sharp. Like people see it as tricks, in that, my opinion. I, I have no idea why it's called the tricks, but I do see it as a fitness skate. Like for the for the average person watching us skate around on those skate, they would still think that we're doing tricks. 
instead of doing stunts. Yep, I find that I I agree with that because <clears throat> even just lately being out filming with the rocker skates, people are more interested in seeing like the turns and smooth rolling and gliding rather than like if you jumped or grinded, that wouldn't even be the highlight of the trick for a lot of people. They're interested in seeing like, holy shit, these guys can really, really <coughs> control these things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. Like how you said, when you guys were cone skating, it's like for bystanders, it's a lot more interesting sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that related to what you were saying? I don't know if that was. Yeah, it just, it really defines skating. Because if I was sitting there like doing grinds, no one, no one would ever stop by and say, oh, this is like rollerblading is the new fixie. Because it's not even rollerblading. I'm jumping on a ledge and grinding. There'll be like, you know, rollerbladers think they're skateboarders. It's kind of like, um, it looks uh, childish. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh... And that's where it's probably confusing to see like a 31-year-old man with soap shoes with wheels just it's sliding a bunch. Whereas, whereas when they saw you guys and they said that fixie thing, they must have been like, oh, these guys must be up on the new trend or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like uh, what you said, it's like people must think that we're from Europe. when they <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that we're going to start uh, talking in French or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> And that's who de- who designed Seba's French, right? Yeah. Of course, a French person would design amazing skates. Of course. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Um, I want to try more leaning stuff now. And you say you would you would use these for cone skating too? Well, it's not going to be. I have no chance competing with cone skaters. <laughs> that's but, what I realized on like. The in their on the skates that they're used to because they're masters of the skate, and in some way, I it's hard for me, I can't compete with like amazing aggressive skaters, you know, on aggressive skates. Um, no, but you can because if you think of competition now, it, it doesn't actually exist. Oh, that's that's good hair. Uh, and we've been kind of talking about this on other podcasts, is, is like. The old structures are dead, like uh, especially the idea of a pro skater, in my opinion, is everybody has a production studio. Everybody, everybody has the ability to make a really good section just for themselves and put it out there. And the idea of, oh, how do I explain this? The idea of like getting first, second, and third, uh-huh. it, it's, it seems really old fashioned when anybody can can show their vision for skating however they want and share it with anyone that's i mean placings are exciting oh to celebrate or whatever but i I know exactly what you're talking about and i agree i don't think anyone can skate the same way as another person like once you get to a certain level you're so good at your own way of skating definitely um where there's no pro in like speed skating, slalom skating, or aggressive skating that I feel like is be- more talented than me in skating. It's true. Because I have my own way of skating, and no matter how hard they try, they're not going to be exactly the same in that way of skating. But at the same time, I can't 
on if I want to try to compete with slalom skaters on slalom skating because it's a very like specific way of skating there's a lot of limitations it's like that's how, what you need to do and that's how you need to skate um same with aggressive there's, but it's too easy to judge aggressive is becoming a lot more artistic i would say oh yeah yeah nuances of style and uh and it's being like more celebrated you know like stuff like mushroom blading well we'll see maybe oh it is does it not to everyone i think people what i said about like when you and todd first started cone skating it's like growing up with aggressive skating for so long we're all desperate for new ways to experience skating because we're we get older and we get more mature and our lives change outside of skating but aggressive skating stayed the same for so long and uh and even within aggressive skating, there would be awesome creative stuff that would happen, but it wouldn't be celebrated. It, it was kind of like the same structure for so long. Like, oh, do the absolute best tricks, win the competition, celebrate the people who uh, go the biggest and do the most difficult stuff, which is exciting. But um, I don't know. People like Matthew Ledoux, Kevin Yee, Matthew Heinemann, Walt Austin, those guys in my mind are like the big names that if that makes any sense yeah exactly you can't compete with those guys like those no guys those guys are so beyond good. that's like when like, i say those names like it's beyond first second and third and pro skater and competition it's people who have like insane visions for skating no i think what it is is they're just so talented in the category of aggressive and like because and not everyone is going to be that talented in this specific aspect of skating. It just, no matter how hard you try, you just you can't be that. But everyone has his own way of skating with the right setup for them and like the right environment. And once they figure out like their vision of skating and how they want to skate, um, you just can't compare like two incredible like skaters. It's true. Like, how can you compare, like, the top the top slalom skater and the top aggressive skater? No, you can't. And what makes me feel really good, I guess, on the Tricks 90 is there's no one really good that skates, or at least, like, no one sees it. Um, no one sees, like, an amazing, like, entertaining skater on a 90-millimeter setup. So makes me feel really good. Like, it's almost like my own... <clears throat> Um, my own playground and I, I can it gives me like the feeling of what skating was when it was new and you can almost create your own tricks yeah and it's like it's not even tricks as much as it is movements now yeah um that uh greg how do you say that guy's name the guy that greg mazorian or the yes. guy that got the the rollerblade skate yeah how do you say his name mizoro Missourian, you know that guy that I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. Um, that's there's that guy, and then there's some of those Seba edits. But you'd be su I'm surprised that there isn't more general city skating videos. I know, like there's <laughs> God. Isn't that weird? It's weird because that's such a yeah, such a fun part of skating. That's that's skating, and then so. 
one thing that we always bring up on the podcast is that are we just so conditioned by our upbringing like we watched so many videos growing up that it's it's hard to even imagine breaking out of our routine and we're starting to a little bit but I'm surprised that there hasn't been more big names that have put out like a video of skating in the city that you just can't stop watching because it's so good. Yeah, I, I was just, I kept on having like those visions of like capturing the most like skillful like turns and stuff that when people would see it, uh, you just can't deny it. Like you just can't do it on your skates. Like you've never done it that way. Yeah. And I know because myself, I've never, I never moved um, the way I moved last night. <laughs> I know it sounds pretty. It was good. That was good. <laughs> I never moved the way I moved last night, baby. <laughs> but it's true. Um, you it's would true. think. You would think at this point there would be like an amazing city skating video that everybody knows like a viral not not that it matters if it's viral or not but in terms of even in within rollerblading something that everybody shares because it's so amazing yeah like can you tell me one good like the seba one is great seba one's but... good the some of the greg Mazor it's the older greg i can never say his name there's an older greg Mazorian one where he's in paris uh yeah from... but so like the wheels are too small and it's a bit too jerky. It's still like very aggressive. It's still the skate. early version. I know I I'm, can see your it. vision where it's like there's not a lot of striding. It's almost like you're connected to the ground and you have powerful feet and uh and you I don't just even... yeah like like going into turns with like your full body. Like it's not just like you know crossovers really quickly. No. Um, it's, it's not like, nothing like this and just like vroom, vroom. You, you, you're almost so intimidating to anyone like a car or a bicycle you're like you can run them over that's how you feel like, that's how I feel on those skates if a bike comes like my way I would pro- the biker would fly off and I wouldn't <laughs> go because I'm so grounded I'm so like low to the ground and my feet are so open this is like okay I'm gonna about to say something that's very uh out there but hopefully you understand remember how i said how it's like it's the closest feeling to having like a skeleton structure built around your foot yeah it feels like that but imagine if oh fuck i don't even know how to explain this it's like you're super connected to the ground yeah it's like you have these magnets on the ground that you can control it's like they feel like hover blades almost if that makes any sense it's like you're suction cupped to the ground with wheels between you and the skeleton structure that's like uh, growing out of the ground. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think that makes any sense, but um, that's wh- how they felt, especially when I did them up tighter at the top. Yeah, it's it's such a weird feeling. Like without strides, like when you're connected to the ground and you're generating speed, you're almost using physics in a way that skating has never used physics like that. Like grinding on rails and doing jumps, airs is all great. It's very, very, very fluid when done right. And you almost using like the force, like uh, like gravity, you know, that pulls you down and like kind of the energy that you put into it. 
it's almost like the ground is a wheel and you have wheels and you like push one against the other and it yeah creates this like weird yeah i think you're trying to explain the exact same thing that i was trying to explain like almost the ground is moving you're almost like on that kind of like that escalator thing because you're pushing so much effort with i don't know it's like you're floating yeah you're exactly it's it's the it's if you got really good at doing like turns and downhill wide carves and things like that it would look like it, it should look like there's not even wheels there it looks like this guy is floating like above the ground yeah <laughs> i think that it's kind of like that I, i'm not joking like I city not. surfing I might sound completely nuts here, but Kenny said it as a joke yesterday. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And you can like put on wings. And I was like, dude, like being so low, co- collecting so much speed, if I have some sort of a suit that has like some sort of a wing structure, I would, you know, like I would be floating more. I can get so low and get so much speed that I would be. Like the wind would start lifting me a little bit. I'm not gonna take off the ground. Yeah. But the resistance. That's will... how that's how uh, windsurfing happened. Yeah, man. It's because people were surfing, and then they. Uh, that's pretty much. It would be like um, you'd be able to do really crazy tricks if you on a windy day. If you like got lifted off of the ground for a few seconds and you could control it, you could do like an abstract 540 and then land back in a carve. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so you let me pee one second. Okay. You don't have to hang out. There's a there was a wingsuit video that Jacob posted on um the forum, the Mushroom Millennium Forum, which I gotta post more on actually. I have a bunch of things that I wanna reply to. But it was a guy that jumped I'm pretty sure it was a guy that jumped out of a plane without a parachute and had a wingsuit and landed on the ground, like controlled. He may have had a parachute just as backup, but um, I'm sorry, I'm just talking to myself. No, no, I could hear you. Did you hear that? Did you ever see that video? No, I didn't. There was a guy that jumped out of a plane, didn't use a parachute and landed smoothly. They had like all of these cardboard boxes built up, but he like, he used a wingsuit to slow himself down and land. And Jacob posted it talking about like, the possibilities of if it is possible to jump out of a plane with a wingsuit with skates on and then like land on a road and bomb down a hill like wow. all in one and then it's like how you talk about the the wings it's um we're still so old-fashioned the way that we think a lot of things and certain sports are so defined that uh we limit our ways of thinking about what is a trick and what is a stunt that uh yeah when he posted that i was like i never think about that because remember how the skateboarding community um thought it was really quote unquote gay when bob burnquist he grinded a rail like had a ramp built up to a rail and it was on the cover of trans world that uh it went out over the grand canyon and he did a 50 50 and then dropped down the canyon and pulled a parachute do you remember that Hmm, no. And people thought it like the pure skateboarders thought it was a dumb stunt, but I thought it was amazing. Yeah.
but he could have had skates on and then he could have like landed with the parachute so he i don't know like uh the mega mega ramp stuff if uh if you hit like a ramp and a rail that went over a cliff and then did a wingsuit mm-hmm. you would i don't know you could do big stunt skating the wingsuit to hill bomb i need to see that why hasn't that even been in like a james bond movie yet i think it's so funny that uh skates aren't more of a of a accepted thing <laughs> yeah because <laughs> don't you feel like a superhero when you're having a really good skate session oh i have some quotes from last night wait <laughs> what i felt like is a superhero on flat oh so i just said one of the quotes right there yeah superhero on flat you forgot the flat part oh but you you have like these this skeletal structure around your foot with these speed wheels that allow you to do things that you can't do on your shoes. It's su- it is superhuman. Yeah, that's it, on flat ground. Like you can do tricks with a skateboard, you know, longboard, but you're you're a su- superhuman. Like I said, if I run into someone on the skates, <laughs> I'm gonna run them over. <laughs> That's how like how stable you are and how I don't know, it's like when you drive like a bigger car, you you feel like you have more control. You're like the alpha vehicle on the road. <laughs> and you're clearly you feel like you're the alpha like anything on the ground, like on the surface. There's <laughs> nothing, like no car, no no vehicle, no like nothing that can um, that is superior to your control and speed and uh, it's it's alien. That's what I've been saying lately. Mm-hmm. It's like alien technology. Yeah, you know what? It kind of sucks that this is a public podcast because I'm so cocky. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You think so? It doesn't I, have to be a public podcast. I just uh, oh, it doesn't matter. I I truly feel that way. Like it's uh. Just saying, like, oh, I'm so good and I'm so that, but it, it is true. You just gotta. When, well, when, how long? Oh no, go ahead. When you what? Yeah, it's just like if that's how you feel, that's yeah. There's that's just how it is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how long have you been using skates for? Since when? Ninety uh, four. So you're coming up on twenty years of using inline skates. Yeah. Well, then I've. Believe you have you are entitled to say things like that. I think, but still, it still feels kind of like, well, who the fuck is this guy to say that? But whatever, I'm just saying it. And well, and it's not like if there was no proof of you uh, being good at using inline skates anywhere, then people would be like, oh, I can't even listen to this. This is ridiculous. I like, does this guy even skate? But there's people can type in your name and see that um, if you are feeling like it, uh, you can listen to this opinion and trust it quite wholeheartedly. Hmm. How much? How many minutes of of video is there of Leon online that someone could watch 
Would they have to spend a full day, 24 hours? Could they do 24 hours of Leon if they wanted to? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. That's pretty good, though. So there you go. Don't feel cocky at all. Okay. <laughs> but I, I do feel that um, um, to reach uh, true wizard status, it'll be amazing when we when we can <laughs> say we've been skating for 30 years. 20 doesn't sound as cool. It sounds good. I think, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm really excited now because I feel like skating just going to escalate like crazy because I'm experimenting with new equipment. When you're stepping way far outside of what you thought it was, right? Yeah, exactly. And you, hey, did you go through the, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not because I've talked about it before. Did you go through your skating depression period? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's an important part for everybody to experience and that's when um i don't think it's necessary but i think it's going to happen to everybody in some way or another yeah you need to feel like you're making the wrong choice um either by continuing to skate into your older age or when you do try new skates you feel like it's that you're missing your old skates if that makes for me, it was uh, trying speed skates for the first time saved my outlook on aggressive skating. You know? Yeah. I thought that I was like done with aggressive skating a long time ago. And then as soon as I experienced skating in a different way, it renewed my interest. So, yeah, that's if like, anyone, that's an, uh, like a. Uh suggestion if you ever feel like you're not feeling skating you're not exciting not not excited or not inspired about skating do yourself a favor like don't stop skating and do like a different activity just do a different way of skating you know get yourself a nice pair of fitness skates and just go skate around it's so fun like and you can do it on your own you can like listen to podcasts or music for hours and just skate around it's oh, so man. fun I've never done it. I actually probably gonna do it today. <laughs> listen to music and roll around. No, listen to podcasts. It's, I wish there was more rollerblading podcasts. I know. Well, we've talked about that too. We, we think it's ridiculous, especially for um. I know Razors had the video podcast for a while, but like I don't understand why them goods wouldn't have a podcast like yeah. where you would have your riders. And like the owner of the company talking for a little bit, and it wouldn't have to be. Um, I mean, you could keep it clean and not say too much, but it could still be used as a promotional tool. And to think of how many listeners, people are always hungry for new content. Podcasts are great though because you can listen to them while you're at work. It's so hard to watch skate videos and things while you're you're at work, but I don't know if that. Why aren't there more? People are afraid of talking, maybe. I don't know. How interesting would it be hearing John Julio talk like one hour every month or something about his experiences through skating and history and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. So many stories to be told, so many different perspectives to hear. But it would be great if it... Um... If it comes from an honest place, like what you and, and Todd are doing, I know that's where I think it's harder if you if you have a company if you have a company 
you have to be somewhat political in the way that you talk. Yeah, if you have to, if your uh, main like purpose of it is not to have a podcast, I don't think it could be a very entertaining podcast. That's where I think, though, there could be other podcasts where uh, people are objective and have guests, like where uh, the host or whatever could could have an honest, objective perspective and company owners could come on and, and they could tell them beforehand what they're comfortable and not comfortable talking about. There was that Rolling Revival one for a while. Yeah. And then, uh, I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else. That's so weird. There's not even any like, there's not even any rollerblading podcasts like outside of aggressive skating. You think there would be like just someone who loves rollerblading who has a podcast? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I tried. Um, have you tried uh, flavored coals yet? No. I. Okay. Yeah, I tried strawberry yesterday. I didn't. I'm not sure if I liked it as much. I'm not sure. What kind of coals do you get? Like what brand? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever they sell, it's like three. Three kings? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I get. Do you get the large size or the small size? I tried the large. The large is almost too much. That it stays It stays for too long? Yeah. Yeah. I keep burning my shit um, once in a while because my tinfoil dips a little bit and I don't... How much do you pack the bowl down? Like, do you actually... Don't, don't pack it too much. Keep some space there, so... But how many millimeters from tinfoil to... I think I've asked this before, but how many millimeters from tinfoil to tobacco? Um, fuck, I don't know in millimeters, but maybe, like, if you put, like, a toonie or something like this, like, that, that much. Oh, so, so not even that much space. I'm talking about from, like... From from the coal and the heat yeah, yeah. to the tobacco, you're saying not that much at all. Yeah, not that much space. Sometimes no. I feel like, you it's know, you have those. Harsh. Yeah, you you have those sessions where the smoke feels smooth every time, and then there's those sessions where it's like it feels a little dry in the throat. That means that you're burning it, right? Yeah. God damn, because my I had a session last night. It could have been the coal though. That are there coals that burn? hotter than other coals is that possible i don't think that's even possible hmm. what is coal too i don't know <laughs> what's <is> life <laughs> coal's magic though because it stays hot for a long time i should know that i don't know any good scientific questions um isn't coal technically like old wood from i think so but this like that's been underground for years or whatever, but this uh, coal is, uh, I don't know, it's probably like some fake coal that lights up. <laughs> coal, and then what, isn't there something called peat? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> there was this one time where I pulled uh, a really old stump out of the forest, and uh, I may or may not have been uh, influenced by something at the time and uh, I burned it in the fire and it lasted I think all of like the the wood that we bought from like the campsite just like the traditional chopped wood that you would get 
I went through logs and logs and logs of that, and this little thing just kept burning for so long. And I, it was amazing. I, I don't know. There's something to be said about plucking something from an old forest that it gives you lots back instead of the shitty wood. That actually had no point in the story, but it's kind of related to coal. <laughs> That's my suggestion. If, but if you do pull something out of a forest, because I think it's, 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 you're not supposed to do that when you're camping, mm-hmm. you can get some good shit that'll burn for a long time, and you'll save money. And the fire will be warm and keeping consistent heat and energy instead of constantly having to throw logs back on the fire. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, I definitely want to make something uh, at the end of... I'm coming to Vancouver very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you want to meet up with us that day. Yes. Um, and then you're open to skate whatever skates but i think it's going to be uh the rock you bring your rocker ones maybe or if you want to bring these ones just bring these ones just skate them up until the edit and then we'll see what we can record yeah it's going to be a good experiment because you can still use it for the video yeah and i think um i don't yeah i don't see my skating being there's certain tricks that could be filmed specifically on those skates Definitely. That will be very entertaining for this big wheel video. <laughs> and that still it falls under the umbrella. I know when I skated mine today, I want to get some stuff. Specifically some hill stuff, I was thinking, in these skates. Mm-hmm. Hills, and but I, I need to have a few more sessions. Just what? make this video big wheels and the next one bigger wheels. I've thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about that. Because... Uh, it's been so fun filming for this one that I feel like I would uh, want to make another one in this style. Because I'm not sure at this point if any more of the mushroom bladings will have uh, aggressive skates in them. But we'll see. It's, it's just too fun and too open mm-hmm. filming for this video. Like, uh, you can seriously go to an open parking lot with nice pavement and and film amazing stuff. Oh, and now on those, the sliding, like the drifting on those 90s is unreal. Oh, shit. Oh, I was also really impressed with, um, on uh, there was a really bad section of pavement, and uh, they retained their speed quite nicely because of how rigid they were. Mm-hmm. I find, um, especially because how I said I, I skate stuff loose in the ankle area. It, mm-hmm. my skating can look really awkward and slow down a lot so but i do i might experiment with the super juice wheels and those i'm not sure yet maybe maybe yeah i i will experiment eventually but... what's the name of the company that pours undercover again the american company uh well they do matter wheels yeah they do bunk wheels can't remember their name exactly but yeah. you know what i want to do if i had the money just for my own sake i love the color of the face wheels that we always rode the like the greenish color but um now that i've tried this undercover wheel this yeah. style it'd be so cool to have like a like an army green wheel with just a big mushroom blading print mm. on it um but i don't have the money yet i would love to like just have those available instead of having um 
undercover graphics i would love to have mushroom blading graphics and then i think the green wheels always looked so sick in all the videos so selfishly i'm gonna do that mm. in the next uh decade or so but who knows i could be skating 120 millimeter wheels by that time yeah we're just gonna keep adding 10 millimeters with each video mm-hmm. mushroom blading 10 could be called biggest wheels yeah i know i did <laughs> Yeah, this could be a trilogy. This could be a trilogy where it's it's big wheels, bigger wheels, and biggest wheels will do a hundred, a hundred or a hundred and ten. Yeah. Or maybe you do a fourth one that's where it's like seriously, this is the last time, but these are the biggest wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, but I gotta get ready for uh for my hot yoga session now. Oh shit. So uh. Anything else before we go? No. This was good. And this is okay if I put this one up? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think you sounded cocky. Don't oh. question yourself. Yeah, I definitely sounded cocky to some people. I, I didn't say there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, so. who's, who's the second greatest skater of all time? Besides myself? <laughs> <laughs> well... Besides Latimer, who would have originally had the top spot? Well, you know what? I, I don't know. You're thinking if, about this now? I don't know if I can define skater. Yeah, that's true. How about trick like, skater? Well, I was just going to go into that. Feinberg was uh, very cocky, and it served him well in his skating career. He owned cockiness. Yeah, Feinberg was the king. <laughs> You know what? The best skater. Well, I, I actually wanted to bring it up earlier, just in the, like a way of skating, and this like true definition of skating was Dominic Zagona. Yeah. Just the way he moves. Yeah. And the way he generates speed is very similar to how I generate speed on the night on the Tricks ninety. Like that section. Second uh, regime. Yeah. Yeah. He like moves around and he goes so fast. Just he literally skates exactly the same, pushes off his heels, you know, like swinging his toes, like his whole body is a machine, like it's all working, and then he throws tricks in between. Yeah, but movement is constant, like pumping, like using your body to get like as much speed as you can. That's true, actually. That's the best, best like example of aggressive skater or someone on aggressive skates using that skill. And I think if you skate on a Trix 90 or any like this type of a setup, it would make your skating look a lot more like that in real life. Like just going really fast around the park and getting like really low and like dodging wind. <laughs> any sense? You're like, <laughs> like wind coming your way and you're just this bullet. Oh, Sigona. that's a good way to end it on. Yeah. I'm going to reflect on that. Actually, I'm going to watch that section. Um, when yeah. I come back from yoga. So you're going to watch it right now. Um, last, my last point, I remember we would show people that section and they wouldn't be impressed with other stuff that we showed them, but they'd always be like, that one guy, that they would never remember his name, but that one guy who did the weird movements, people were always impressed by that section because it looked so far outside of everything else that they had seen skating-wise. But on that note, I'm going to go do some movement of my own. Thank you, Leon, and I will talk soon. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Keep it fast. I will. Like a bullet. Like a moving bullet. like you've never moved before. Okay. Bye. Peace.
Peace.